Hey, Joel Pilgrim with the Crush Life Podcast. This is the weekend. I'm driving out to the aquarium and I just can't help but think. I'm 42, going on 62, right? And I can't, I just can't take anymore that I want to record music. I want to write. I want to connect with people. I want to podcast. I want to put out programs. I want to help people. And I have this day job that completely sucks the life out of me. And I don't mean that it's a negative place. I just mean it takes all of my time. Like nine hours or more a day at this job that all it does is make me money. Right? The one thing I get from it with connecting with people and helping people is fine. But it's not... It's not enough. Essentially is what it is. It's not enough. It's not... There's no, there's no flexibility. There's no point for me to explore what I want to explore within that nature. And um, it's making me depressed, truthfully, when all I sit here and think is how I, I'm chomping at the bit. I'm like a racehorse chomping at the bit to do all these other things. And I don't have time because I can't do it at 5 or 6 a.m. And I can't do it at 9 p.m. at night. That's not going to work for me. It's not. And even if this sounds like complaining, it is because I don't know what to do. I need to quit this job and start focusing on me. I just have this strong, strong pull for my entire life to be an entrepreneur and to do things, not even entrepreneur, just to do things, to create things. And I'm in this world where I'm stuck. I'm at work and I can't do it. I get home and then we it's family time, which that's the time that I want. So then it's family time and then it's Jenny and Joel time and then it's now Joel time at 11 o'clock p.m., 10 o'clock, 10.30 p.m. That's why I stay up till 2 in the morning and that's why I get up at 6 a.m. and we only get two and a half hours of sleep because I'm trying to feed that need, but I can't. It makes me a worse employee, a worse father, a worse husband, a worse person. I'm not getting any exercise. That's it. I'm going, I'm getting in the morning, I'm doing somebody else's job, I'm coming home trying to be the best person I can be, but the entire time, this motor, this engine is driving inside my brain and inside my heart for me to break and do what I wanna do and I never get a chance to do it. I sit down to play the guitar and then, no, it's like you're tired or it's time to go, it's time to do this, then you, then you wanna do a podcast episode. I can't even find a time to do it because it, it's not fitting into the, my life. I'm trying to fit it around my life and I just can't. And so the only other thing I can do is take up this big nine hour chunk of my day that, that, that takes up all of my time and I need to get rid of it. And I just need to live, start doing, even if it was, if I did it for 30 or 60 days and I got it all out of my system and I realized it wasn't what I wanted, then that's fine. But I know that's not going to happen. I'm just saying that because... If somebody else wants to try that, what if you took 60 days off and then you realized it wasn't what you thought it was or you couldn't make it happen or you, not that you want to give up in 60 days, but what I'm saying to you is you can always go back. You find another job and then what happens is you find maybe a part-time job. And I'm talking to myself here, but again, I am going crazy. It's like a racehorse at the gate, trying to get out of the gate, and the bell goes off, and all of the other horses go, and you don't. You have to stay right in the gate. And then all of a sudden, 
you're, you're, and, you're, and you're a two-year-old horse and you can only race until you're five years old. And so you're sitting there and you're two years old and the gate quits opening and then all of a sudden you're three years old and the gate never opens and the bell keeps going off and horses keep taking off and you're four years old. Finally, you're four years old and you don't even think about it anymore. You know what? The gate ain't gonna open and I'm sick of worrying and trying to be ready. I'm, try- I'm sick of trying to be prepared because I'm staying all not- up all night trying to be prepared for that gate to open and the gate doesn't open and I just sit there and I just sit there and then one day before I'm five years old I'm this horse in the gate and I and I kind of a fly lands on my butt and when a fly lands on my butt I actually I kind of I kind of do a little wiggle and when I wiggle my nose hits the gate and the gate kind of swings open a tiny bit and the gate just kind of opens up a little bit and I'm like oh my gosh the gate wait the gate's been open the whole time it just didn't go flying open when the bell went off the gate opened three years ago the gate opened the very first time but it like malfunctioned it just kind of barely opened it wasn't like a full swinging open it just kind of like unlatched but I didn't know that I've been sitting there waiting for it to open for me the whole time. Waiting for something to open it for me. And I realized that I could just walk right through. I'm actually making this up as I'm talking right now. But it makes perfect sense. I don't know why that analogy jumped in my head because I like horse racing. But unbelievable. That's pain in the background board. (laughs) Oh, he's cutie. So I just need to walk through. They say, I know I was in real estate a while back and they would always say, well, you know, do real estate part-time till all of a sudden you can do it. It'll take up too much of your time where then you can start doing it full-time. Now, granted, they're also talking about income. And I know there's, we can all do a lot of things to just make ourselves busy, but I have, I think this is what I have to do. I have to try. I have to give it a chance. If I, if I risk nothing, there's a greater risk. There's greater risk in risking nothing. It's like there, there's a quote I just read this morning. Something like, like there's a greater risk in, in not risking anything. So if you never try, that's the greater risk than actually trying and failing. Right? If I try right now, if I took a year off and put all my efforts into podcasting and networking and, and creating content and coming up with some courses or a product to sell... Um, you know, and stayed in line with what I'm doing and finished my book and tried to get some speaking gigs and spent time with my son and put all that business development energy that I'm putting into, you know, my uh, current corporate job and I put it into my own passion, would it pay off? The risky part is you just wonder, am I good enough to make that happen? Not am I talented enough, but am I good enough to you know, get people to, you know, accept me and buy into me and pay me, right? I don't know if that makes sense to myself here, but anyway, it's like, I want you to know the feeling. You know that feeling when you just, you're at the, you're at the starting line and they're about to wait the gun. They're like ready, set. And then you know how you, it's like set. And you're like, you kind of tense up a little bit or whatever. And you're like ready to just sprint and you're like ready to go. 
you're like on the block at the swimming pool and you're like ready set you kind of lean in a little bit you lean up and your your balance goes forward and you're about to push off and you could fall if they don't say go like that is how i feel every day except they never say go i'm like ready ready and i just never go because i'm sitting there and i'm i have to do what i have to do during the day i'm like waiting there so then i try to multitask and all it does is you know doesn't really work you know you try to multitask and um you're getting half things done on half side both ways right your work is like 75 percent there and then the side job's like 15 percent there it doesn't really work anyway i just had to share that because you know on the weekend here i don't put any time in a, to a lot of this stuff because this is my family time and this is what i'm stri- striving for and fighting for and I want the weekends off. I want my own schedule. You know what? And that's what it is. And so it's just going to come down to me curtailing back expenses so that I can make this life a reality. You know, the one part that scares me is we belong to a country club out here. And I play golf there quite a bit. And that's obviously, well, for those of you that know me or that have been listening, that's a huge dream of mine. Is to play at, a, at some sort of level. Even if like a minor league level. Even if when I turn 50 but that's about eight years away now, which is perfect training period um, where I could shoot, you know, good golf and, you know, maybe even, uh, you know, win some money in some tournaments. That would be a lot of fun. And um, don't know if I'm going the right way. And so part of me is afraid to get rid of the club because I figure like, well, what am I going to do? How am I going to make that happen? But truthfully, oh, I did go the wrong way. Sorry, Payne. I'm going to turn around. But but truthfully, that is, this is the test. I do believe this is the test. If I let go of the golf club and we, we let go of the golf club and don't belong there anymore, it would free up a lot of cash. But also, um, then what you do is you, you come around and you say, by taking one step back like that, that may allow me to get where I need to get to then come back to the club at some point. But I'm afraid to let it go because I'm afraid that that my, that's my training ground right now. That's my, that's my gym membership. That's where I practice. I know there's other places to do it and I can make that happen. So, but it's just like this scared factor. I made the wrong turn. It's just a scared factor. So if I can get rid of that and get rid of some other things and really pare down life, I can make this happen. I'm just scared. I'm just scared that I don't feel scared, but it is. It's it's that risk thing where I'm afraid that, you know, you're throwing away this networking opportunity and whatnot. But I think I do, I'm starting to believe, really, if I can take one step back, it will help me take two and three steps forward. And I think when people talk about, you'll know when it's time, I think this is the, the, I know, I mean, every day I wake up, it's the same feeling. And it's been like this for months. It's been like this for years, actually, decade. But I've pushed it down in a way because I always felt like it wasn't the appropriate thing to do because there's no clear path. And I think that's the risk in life. There's no clear path. If We're all unique and we have to make up our own way. If you have this talent or you have this thing that you want to do or you have this life that you envision, that's your vision and your unique perspective. And you have to go do that. No, there's nobody else that's going to be able to say, this is the path. Go to this, take, get this degree, get these jobs, make this money. People aren't going to be able to say that because yours 
it's all unique to all of us. Maybe you want to do coloring book, you know, videos on YouTube and you're asking people how to help you. Nobody really knows. There's been a few people that have done it, but maybe you don't get in touch with them, but also you're, you have a different style. You have a different brain. So it's all different where again, you're going to have to just jump out there on your own. And that's what I'm coming to realize that this is all um, a mental game. It's all BS. If it's what I want, it's what I want. I just seem to talk to my family and make it happen. Because if I go back and as I listen to these every day, I'm talking about the same thing. And I'm really just trying to get the courage to jump. And I'm going to do it. Maybe you start thinking about, well, how much money is that going to cost us? How are we going to get through? Yeah, of course. It's easy. We all think about that stuff. Going to make that happen. Thanks for listening. I'll be back on you when it happens real soon. Crush life.